everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Pierre and joining me as always is my co-host Tim, Tim, Timmy. <laughs> this is, we're gonna, we're gonna sing now or what is this? <laughs> we can say a little bit, we can say a little bit. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, do you want me to sing everything I say for the rest of this episode? You know, I don't think we've done any horror musicals yet, have we? God damn right we haven't. Although, uh, I have heard of, uh, is it called Murder Rock? There's a Lucio Fulci movie, which is really? uh, kind of music-themed. Okay. Why is it called Murder Rock? Something like that. Um, but we'll have to put that on the schedule at some point. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I've fun. ever heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, but hey, so, uh, yeah, so this is Screams After Midnight. It's a horror movie podcast and a regular episode, of course. Every week we, we get together and talk about a horror film that we've watched and we talk about it in depth as much as we, we, we'd like to. And uh, that, that's that's typically what the what the, the show is. Maybe some horror movie news before it as well as a, as a common thing now. But it is October. It is the Octoberthon and we're pumping out episodes every day. And one of the things that we've done this year that's new and different is every year we do like to do like a countdown where me and Tim will make up a top 50 list or something and we'll, we'll, we'll reveal our picks. And we've, we've done that. We did our top 50 worst horror movies or least favourite if that's maybe a better descriptor. What this is though, this is a new thing, is we have let you, the people, vote on a list. So this is going to be part one of your top 50 horror movies. Uh, this is voted for by the viewers and listeners of Screams After Midnight. Uh, they set in the submissions, uh, they set in their own top 50 lists, and movies got points, and this is the results. This is this is uh, what the, the, the concluding list is, and... <laughs> You know, Tim doesn't know what the the, the, the winners are. Um, I obviously do because I did all the calculations. But uh, I'm going to go through it. You know, one by one, we'll reveal and we'll talk about if we think they are deserving or they're too high or they're too low <laughs> or uh, you know, all sorts of things. Uh, I will tell you before we start though. I will say that let me just what was the number? Um, there was a total of three hundred and thirty three films that got points. Okay. <laughs> so, a lot of movies. A lot of movies. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So thanks to everyone who sent in a list and contributed towards this. Uh, you're about to either be very happy or very sad about what <laughs> makes the list. And this will be part one. So this will be numbers 50 through 26. Uh, I, I did this recently for movies in general and I had Tara on as the kind of the, the, the wingman sort of reacting to the picks. Um, and I said at the start of that, oh, this will <laughs> probably be two parts, but we'll see how, how long it takes. And by the time we've done like five entries, it was very clear it was going to be two parts. So I'm not even going to <laughs> joke around. This is definitely going to be two parts sure. because we're, we're definitely going to talk about these a little bit as we go. So without further ado, we will start this off with number 50. Okay. Number 50. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. Okay, it's a good, it's a good pick. I like that movie. I like it too. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> is it top fifty material? I I don't know if I I don't know if I'd put it up in top fifty, but it's very good. And yeah. I I feel like I might like the sequel better. I, I don't think the sequel is necessarily a better <sighs> movie, but I think I saw that more as a kid. Tim, we're in sync here because I also think I like part two better even though no yeah. one else does i've never met anyone else who does but people get mad at you like when you I know. say that sometimes and i, I i'm not saying it's like oh it's it's so much better but i i don't know like i 
I feel like it was on so much as a kid that that's just when I think of Return of the Living Dead, I think of the sequel more. But this is a, these are very fun movies. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit more comedic than the, uh, you know, the kind of the Romero films. Uh, but I, I like that. I like kind of having, yeah, like different takes on you know, different kind of zombie movies. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, as always, really great special effects uh, with these uh, well, I, honestly, I, I, I'd say it's more of a horror comedy, the first one. I, I think the sequels yeah. played it a bit more straight. I mean, they weren't super serious, but they, they played it more like just a horror movie, whereas I think the first one is yeah. more of a horror comedy. But, uh, so, no. Um, fine pick. Number 49. Oh. The Conjuring. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think, like, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming everything on here is probably going to yeah not be stuff that i i disagree with uh too much it's just i guess it's just interesting uh the placements where everything ends up yeah yeah um i am a conjuring two over conjuring one person admittedly yeah yeah I, i'd probably lean that way too a bit yeah I, I think the first one's still uh is still good though mm-hmm. uh the last set up at the spinoffs the uh the bear I, that's a big thing though like does the you know after having to watch like you know your nuns your annabelle's your la llorona's uh does it does it does it give you maybe a little bit more of a sour taste when you have to go back and think about these i don't think so i think these still exist on their own okay. well enough um right. maybe, maybe the second one will suffer more because that had like you know the nun like be a prominent thing kind of right. in the middle of it i don't know yeah. uh hmm it's interesting uh but yes conjuring uh james wan of course um will he have more entries on this list we'll find out we'll find out well 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 wan win will we say one <laughs> one um sure it would be interesting to see maybe uh when you do ta- uh, tallies like you know which director had the most entries on the list or mm. which franchise had the most picks so or even sub genre. Is it a lot of zombie movies? Is it a yeah. lot of vampire movies? Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's yeah. always interesting to me. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> what you sound like that's like a bad thing. <laughs> Such a so. you know, one one day I'm gonna find the perfect new co host and Tim t- will oh, be Oh please do. <laughs> Tim t- t- be kicked to the curb. <laughs> you act like I, I wouldn't like rush out of here as soon as you, you say like hey I got someone new I'm just like boom out the door cool I, I love her Sunday mornings back I, <laughs> I love her after church again I love her after doing 350 what you don't go to church again <laughs> I love her after doing 350 episodes you still like to keep up this gag that you hate doing it and you leave the first chance you get <laughs> <clears throat> yeah uh, gag of course <laughs> <laughs> Number 48, House of the Devil. Ooh, you know what? This one, I will say, too low on the list. This, this oh. one needs to be higher. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. It, it, it's so goddamn good. Uh, man, just like the... It, I don't think I've ever been more impressed with um, like a modern movie that felt like... Um, what's the word? Is it a... a are a period a period piece sure yeah like it's it feels like it's so straight out of the 70s um and i i love everything about this Uh, i love the yeah the you know the main actress in it i think is so good and it just 
really you know creepy tense movie with uh does a lot of fun things i i love it talking about how it looks authentically from its time period which is like the end of the 70s start of the 80s i think what's interesting is that obviously we have period pieces that are set like hundreds of years ago or or whatever and with those we just kind of have to roll with the idea of like it looks what it looks like but the funny thing is, is is making stuff set in like the 50s 60s 70s 80s even 90s is that we made movies during that time so not only do we have the what the world looked like but we also have a, an idea in our mind of what a movie from that time looks like and i think this yeah. movie was one of the first movies from like a sort of modern era that i felt really captured what a movie from like 1980 looked like uh yeah. and that was kind of cool uh I, I i love that a lot so yeah, and then and you know it kind of sucks because i this kind of like i think ty west has done like other good movies but he really hasn't had like another home run i feel like yeah like, this is just so good and uh i liked you know like I, I like innkeepers and um uh you know the sacrament was good uh not really a horror movie but in the valley of violence i like but like uh yeah just like nothing has really just knocked it out of the park like this yeah no it's definitely the best movie. i mean i've only seen this in innkeepers i think but uh, i definitely like this more than innkeepers after actually here's an interesting question will there be anything on this list that either of us haven't seen Ooh, you want to make a bet? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be interested if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and if there isn't, then I guess we are more horror experts than our audience are, because oh, for sure, because they voted for all this. And if they couldn't yeah. think of anything that we hadn't seen that made made the list, then clearly we we know what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. Number forty seven. <laughs> Is Friday the Thirteenth Part Four the final chapter? That's a good one. I think uh, this might be a little controversial to say, but I think that's when Friday the Thirteenth starts getting good. Like I, uh, two and three crazy, are but... two and three are good. Come on, Tim. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I, <laughs> uh, I think they're fine. Uh, I I wouldn't say they really rock my boat that much. Like okay. they're they're okay. They're not bad, but like. Four is when it really starts to like take notice for me. Like, you know, that's when I am really getting into the series. I mean, I, I like four more than uh, three. It's interesting because I do actually think it's it's a better Friday the Thirteenth movie four mm-hmm. than two. Sure, yeah. But I think two actually maybe the better horror movie. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, I I think that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think go. Well, I, I think that's the, the thing that's hard with um, the Friday the Thirteenth movies is. I feel like I have such a, an expectation of them. Like there is a certain way that Jason behaves and acts that, um, yeah, like, you know, number two and I think to an extent three, I think um, three, he's still not completely the Jason that I like think of. Um, but like, yeah, those might be better made movies, but it's not what I think of when I think of the Friday the 13th. Hmm. Okay. Okay, no, I like part four a lot. I, I think it has some cool kills. I think Jason looks the best he has so far in this movie, um, for sure. Uh, you know, all the clothes being kind of sort of like wrecked and wet, and uh, you know, you got young Corey Feldman, you got Crispin Glover dancing. It's a very notable one. Some good kills in it as well. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I I don't know. I'm not going to reveal if there's any more afraid of the thirteenth movies on this list, but if this is the only one that makes it, I'm not mad. Because sure. this is one of the best ones, I think. Um, oh, some people prefer six. Some people 
uh love whatever we're both advocates for for jason takes manhattan yeah <laughs> as we should as we should be yeah. so uh number 46 is rosemary's baby oh nice i just finished reading the book <clears throat> um yeah it, it you know it, it is a little weird you know thinking about the movie now uh given what we know about roman polanski but um I, I mean, if you can set that stuff aside, it is a really well-made movie. Um, yeah, you know, easy, uh, you know, uh, pretty, it, it's a good story. Um, yeah, it really does uh, a, a, a good job of, like, uh, you know, having that paranoia feeling. We're just yeah, feeling like, you know, stuff is wrong and people are against you. And even though, like, so many people are telling you, like, oh, no, you're crazy, you're crazy, and the... But no, it, it has a really nice payoff. So, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's well made. I I don't I don't love love it though. Like I, I Rosemary's Baby is one that I wouldn't put in my top fifty for sure. Uh, I I think if I'm picking again, Polanski is not a director that I I don't really seek out his movies anymore just because of who he is. But yeah. uh, of the ones I have seen, the one that I actually really liked was Repulsion. Um, okay. over Rosemary's Baby. Uh, wasn't that key in... Obviously, it's not a horror movie, but I wasn't that key in Chinatown, for example. Um, uh, I've never actually seen it. I yeah, haven't seen too many stuff of his. Yeah, it's maybe this big classic. You know, it's everyone likes to quote it and whatnot, but I, I don't know. Bored the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Rosemary's Baby. I mean, I, I get why people like it. I get why it's just, it's got its following, but it's not necessarily my, uh, my favourite. Uh, number 45 is Pontypool. Oh, cool. That's a fun one. Did we do that for the show? or We haven't, no. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? I have seen it. I, I have it on Blu-ray, in fact. Um, yeah, this one's kind of surprising, actually. I, I wasn't expecting this on the top 50. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have expected it either. Um, I I feel like I, I have to watch it again in order to get like a, a ranking of like where it falls on my like you know all-time list or whatever. But I remember when I watched it, I thought it was really cool. Like, you know, yeah, very interesting, unique premise. Um, yeah, it's cool. I like the setting. I like it been set in a radio booth, and we just hear things coming in over the radio. We don't, you know, from the callers calling into his show. Uh, it's, it's very much. I mean, you could easily just as a radio drama. You could literally yeah. make this a radio drama because it's all kind of through the dialogue, uh, for the most part. But uh, no, real good, real good. Um, yeah. Um, again, maybe a bit high for my blood, but. Yeah. Uh, another recent film, next number forty-four is 2015's Creep. Oh, great! Which I'm specifying yeah. because it was a British movie in like 2005 or something like that. Uh, so yeah, Creep with Mark Duplass, the found footage, uh, pleasant yeah. surprise. I think we uh, I, I called that at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. This this was one that kind of feels like it, it came out of nowhere. Um, and from people that you wouldn't really uh, expect, <laughs> like, you know, Mark Duplass is kind of known for that mumble core, um, you know, kind of indie movies. And, um, yeah, no, this is like a really good, surprisingly found footage uh, horror movie. Um, yeah. Interesting to see uh, what they're going to do with the third one. I think it's weird that Mark Duplass and his brothers never started like a plastic company because they could be like, <laughs> like, they could be Duplass, we do plastics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, maybe another another multiverse. Maybe <laughs> that, that company is running strong. Another multiverse? 
Yeah. Into multiverses. <laughs> I mean, I like multiverses, but like, <laughs> wouldn't it be a different Earth than our multiverse? You know, from the 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 classic film Wish Upon, mm. using the word classic <laughs> very loosely there. Um, so loose, in fact, that it's lost all meaning. Um, <laughs> now, nah, creep is good. Creep, creep is. Uh, Got some surprisingly very tense and uh, I hate to use the word, but creepy moments. <laughs> uh, you know, Peach Fuzz is very memorable as a as a concept, and uh, there's only one scene in the whole movie where I was kind of calling bullshit and the camera being turned on. Mm-hmm. So, which for a found footage movie is good, yeah, because that's normally a concern through like half the movie. Uh, <laughs> usually, the back half was like, "Why are they still filming? Just run for your life, shitty!" It's like <laughs> move. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was creep at number forty-four. Number forty-three is Carrie. Oh, nice. Yeah, we just did that recently. Yep, that was that was the uh, last. Well, no, it was the second last thing before the October sun. Uh, yeah, it's one I feel like I don't think of, uh, you know, that often when I'm thinking of like you know classics or like Stephen King movies. But every time I watch it, I'm always surprised as like. Oh yeah, this is really good. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I feel like it definitely stand the test of time, and like so many memorable lines and instances, and like yeah, all the people are really good in it. It's yeah, definitely uh, deserves to be on the list. You know, I I don't think I put that in my top one hundred. Obviously, there'll be some newer movies that I wouldn't have done just because they didn't exist yet. But uh, when we did our top one hundred a couple of years ago, I don't think I had carry on my top one hundred, but I probably would put it on there now. I think revisiting yeah. that, I've I've. Uh, regain some appreciation that maybe was lost in time or maybe i just was too young the last time i watched it i don't know but totally uh definitely some good good filmmaking in there and uh performances and yeah so no okay carry uh the the time-honored tale of of menstruation and (laughs) the the violence that can follow um because i I don't know if you're aware this time but like every young woman like when they they start menstruating there is a chance they're going to be violent psychopaths and like (laughs) like kill everyone like they all go through that struggle and they they kind of overcome it and you know that's why that's why women should be respected as being very strong because all of them have resisted the urge to murder everyone all of them oh of course (laughs) every single one of them yeah, so. I, I I'm not sure where it's from, but I uh, I feel like recently I, I keep seeing like this meme being passed around where someone is asking someone like, oh, what's your favorite period movie? And the person says Carrie. Which, uh, <laughs> it's a funny joke. <laughs> uh, that's okay. That's okay. <clears throat> uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got for first period? Vaginal discharge. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the same joke. All right, uh, <laughs> number forty-two is the Blair Witch Project. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think I've gone on record before as not being like super crazy about this movie. I, I feel like I respect it more for kind of what it does than actually when I'm watching it. Is honestly, when I watch, it, I get like kind of bored. But I mean, can't deny that you know it didn't like you know, do something really unique and different at a time and kind of ushered in this, <clears throat> you know, like whole new, like subgenre of horror, the found footage stuff. So this is another one, actually. I mean, I, I like Carrie more than I'd like this uh, before, but mm. that's another one where I remember, I didn't really like it the first time I saw it and watching it again for the show last year, 2017, it maybe. Probably, it probably would have been when the new one came out. Yeah. Was that last year so, or the year before? I can't remember. <laughs> 
Uh, Too many it movies. would have been 17, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. But watching it again for the show, I was like, "Hey, this is actually kind of amazing. <laughs> like this, this is <laughs> this is really inventive little stuff. To, to you get no money, you just make it work based on some tone and some creepiness, and yeah. like I think it's very effective in what it does. Uh, I I think having sequels at all is a, 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 a stupid idea. Really, uh, neither yeah. of them really worked uh or were able to live up to it i think it's such a one and done idea in terms of like because it's such a thing where it's such a mystery exploring it anymore at all takes away from the mystery and it makes yeah. whatever that sequel is less effective it doesn't affect the first one because you can just watch the first one and just have that in your mind and nothing else but it does mean that any sequel that tries to do blair witch 2 or the blair witch mm. movie later if you try and explain it anymore any way shape or form it just loses what made the first one good so uh, restraint and and you know it, it's hard to go back into that specific time before it came out but uh i loved like the commitment when it came out where like you know they had websites uh you know like talking about it and you know i think there were people that were legitimately like oh is this real like mm. <laughs> is this like a real thing like um so yeah, there was like a lot of like cool extra stuff like that too, like when it first came out that was fun. Yeah. Uh, so number forty-one. Oh wait, it... uh, actually, sorry, real oh, quick before sorry. we uh, <laughs> tangent away from that, have you played the new game at all, or will you? Or I have not played the new game. Um, I I have no strong urge to do it, but I'm not going to say never. Like you know, when it's cheap or offered to me free on like a subscription service, <laughs> like I'll probably yeah. try it. Yeah, I, I would definitely like to try it. Uh, fortunately, it's... I, I don't know if it's forever stuck on Xbox, but I... Oh, right, yeah. You know, probably won't play it unless it, it gets to PlayStation or Switch or something, but I, I'm interested in it. It is on PC, because I don't have an Xbox either, but uh, all their games always go to PC as well now, so yeah. uh, that's, that's beneficial to me. Uh, but yeah, so number 41 is Aliens. Oh, okay. Which nice. is interesting because I would never have put that on my list just because I don't necessarily consider this one. I mean, there's horror elements, don't get me wrong. It's not like yeah. no horror, but um, I don't typically throw it on a horror list because I think that it's, it's too far away from it at that point. But uh, obviously some people uh, thought it was horror and not not enough. Because this is the thing, if you were doing just best movies, I feel like Aliens would be much higher than this. But obviously some people thought it counted as horror, put it in their list, and some people didn't. And that didn't basically meant that it didn't get super high, but obviously still yeah. enough to get here at number forty-one. So and it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. I ain't going to complain about giving Alien some props. And it is weird because, uh, like, I would consider the first one a horror movie. Uh, oh, absolutely. But yeah. then, <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, this one, not really. Uh, I mean, both obviously fantastic movies, but yeah, it, it is weird. Some kind, sometimes just like the. <clears throat> kind of the feeling you get from like one movie or another mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah aliens is a masterpiece i ain't gonna complain about people giving it props like sure uh no complaints for me so uh number 40 though is the original evil dead oh nice yeah um seminal movie yeah hard to complain about that <laughs> um yeah, that's another one too where I feel like sometimes you kind of forget how good it is because you know Evil Dead Two is such a masterpiece, and you know when you think of you know, the classic Evil Dead bits, you know a lot of times you're probably thinking of stuff from that or Army of Darkness or whatever. But well, the first one is still really solid movie, and you know again I love uh, the idea of like 
yeah, these kind of like, you know, young kids just going out into the middle of the woods and like uh, making this like movie for really cheap, but like still making something so compelling and effective. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely the creepiest of the originals because it, it wasn't, wasn't much of a comedy yet. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny watching it because obviously Bruce Campbell's there, but he's not really Ash in the first one. Like he's not Ash Ash. Like he's not, you know, totally. yeah. you know, fistful of, you know, boomstick or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not, yeah. he's not, he's not saying groovy. He's not doing all these things, uh, which I think is why it ends up being a bit lower for people compared to the, the sequels because the sequels yeah. are where now it's kind of like Friday the 13th, you know, he didn't really become evil dead till evil dead Two, mm-hmm. in a bizarre way. So, I, you know, that, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, number 39 is The Fly, as in 1986, David Cronenberg, The okay. Fly. You know, I've uh, I had like a big hankering uh, to rewatch this recently, and uh, I think I, I was planning on doing it, and then I saw that... Um, Scream Factory is planning on putting out like a, a big box collection that has mm. all the Fly movies, so I was like, ah, I do think I kind of want to get that. So, so I've been putting off on, on waiting till I, I rewatch that. Uh, I think I've only seen it once, maybe twice, like way, way back in the day. Um, but I definitely remember liking it. Obviously, Cronenberg, uh, <laughs> you know, usually pretty in pretty good hands with him, and uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's great, and uh, mm. Gina Gershon rules. Uh, so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you mean I think you mean Gina Davis there, uh, Timmy. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Gina Davis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I told you it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Goldblum's great. Obviously, I, this is actually a funny one where, like, I think this one is probably more horror, but I would consider the franchise as a whole to be more of a sci-fi franchise. Yeah, totally. And um, yeah, and, uh, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of sci-fi and horror are very closely related uh like it feels like a lot of sci-fi stuff you could also label horror but there's a lot of horror stuff you can't label sci-fi but like uh yeah i mean this is one yeah i I guess uh especially if you're gonna like talk about body horror it really fits well oh sure yeah into that category Um, it it does seem like something that will more likely be on the ace though because we'll probably just do that franchise as a whole at some point on there but yeah classic vincent price and whatnot yeah Less work for me is fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, but you feel kind of sleazy watching this movie, and not in that artificial Rob Zombie way. Like, it feels kind of sleazy oh, yeah, in yeah. a uh, sort of body horror kind of way. And it, it, it works. Yeah. It's, it's really effective. Uh, so there you go. Uh, number 38 is one that we have covered. It's very light on the horror, admittedly, but we covered it, so I guess it, it definitely counts. <laughs> and that is Gremlins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, um, the well, yeah, especially the first one. I, I guess is more of a horror movie, but it does feel like more comedic to me. But I totally get it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a <laughs> definitely like a super fun movie, though, for sure. Dan, 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 dan. Yeah, that that is the music. Classic theme tune. Classic theme tune. Uh, yeah, there's Gremlins, uh, the, 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 the Dead Santa story, uh, and Chimney. So oh, sure. <laughs> wonderful time. Uh, that story confirms that was not meant for kids, that movie. That was, no, no, no. That's, that's true. Clearly an R rated <laughs> movie for, or at least PG 13, maybe. But, yeah. 
yes, if you if you brought a young kid to that, it's on you for the the Santa nightmares that came after. <laughs> and you can heed the warning. Anyway, I'm only about thirty five <laughs> years too late. Uh, next up, uh, number thirty seven, kind of coming a bit more recent again, uh, the Babadook. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I, I only saw this once, and to be honest, I wasn't that crazy about it. Um, we didn't do it on the show, did we? I don't I think don't so. Remember. No, that's, that's predates the show. Okay, so um, maybe when I watch it again, I'll be uh, a little more hot on it. I just honestly, the 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 biggest thing I remember uh, from when I first watched it was uh, being really annoyed by the kid. He was annoying. I, I remember the, just the craft of how the movie was put together working for me the more it went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did have a little bit of a problem with the ending from what I recall. It is probably one that's worth a rewatch though and sort of revisiting to see how it holds yeah. up now. Um, and, you know, queer, queer icon, the Babadook. Of course, uh, yeah. <laughs> we have to, have to mention his yeah. uh, popularity with the, mm-hmm. with the LGBTQ uh, society. Because <laughs> uh, Netflix, and if you don't know this story, Netflix incorrectly put it in the sort of like because Netflix will suggest like this is the the horror role, is that? But sometimes they get more specific. Sometimes it'll be like here's the the girl power role or whatever. There was one that was like here's the uh, the queer sort of movie section, and they put the Babadook in there, and there's nothing in the Babadook that is yeah. remotely queer, <laughs> and basically on social media uh a, a bunch of people just sort of like embraced it and started treating the babadook like a gay icon and that, that's pretty funny so yeah. um that's you know. great though. a lot of funny jokes from that yeah so uh fun about there um plus this is like an australian film right yes i believe. So. I, I recall the accents being because the kid's particularly annoying because he's shouting in an accent the whole time <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's number 37. Number 36 is Wreck. Record. R-E-C. Whatever you want to pronounce the bloody thing. Yeah. Um, Spain's on the board. Spain's on the board. I just wanted to... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is that the first foreign? Uh, Well, I guess Uh, unless you count Babadook. (laughs) Yeah. Is it the first... It's the the first subtitle thing for sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I was going to say another one that we did recently, but did we do it last year it was november we did we did wreck last november <laughs> okay so yeah time flies i guess not, yeah not so recently but still holds up really great yeah yeah that's really good i mean we do plan doing the sequels uh we just have so many franchises going that we kind of just we've been putting it off a little bit uh, <laughs> uh once we've wrapped a few sequ- other sequels up we'll we'll swing back around to it but uh no wreck's great wreck was a such a pleasant thing for me uh, i saw the yeah. second one in theaters uh luckily i had the chance to do that but the, the, the first okay. one um like it was just this kind of thing i heard it was good i put you know i got, I got access to it put it on and i had fun for the first like chunk of the movie like, it was really visceral for a lot of the movie but that last like five ten minutes just completely blows the door open and what it can be and kind of yeah. like the creepiness of it and it was a different twist in the zombie formula it was, you know, it was a different twist in the found footage formula and it was a different twist in the zombie formula and it resulted in a pretty fun overall movie so uh much like vampires for some reason all the best zombie movies in the last decade or so are all from uh other countries uh <laughs> you know train to basan uh and and wreck for zombies vampires it's let the right one in and uh girl walks home alone at night although i did see a good one this month from the u.s which was really really good so Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. 
the Transfiguration, in case anyone's curious. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Wreck, number 36. Number 35 is the 1979 Nosferatu. Werner Herzog, Klaus Kinski. Uh, so Germany's on the board. <laughs> Yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Cause we, we did this for Octoberthon either last year or the year before. I don't, I don't know. I don't know which one, but we did it for one of those. It was one of those Octoberthons. Because um, I really wanted to do it because I love this movie. It's uh, one of my favorite vampire movies. Speaking of speaking of good vampire movies, um, yeah. Klaus Kinski is such a different version of Dracula. It has such a sort of foreboding tone the entire time. Like nature and the dark forces within are coming for everyone, and there's no hope kind of you know it has that feeling feel it just it feels so different from other horror movies yeah yeah uh i don't know <laughs> i i agree it is very well done i don't have a ton to say about it but very good movie <laughs> this is why i've got tim on the show just so that after i say something go yep i agree <laughs> I mean, it's always harder to talk about the good movies <laughs> than the bad ones Oh, so we should have had them vote in worst movies. Is what you're saying <laughs> next year? See, uh, see what the people really hate. <laughs> Was that your roadie from Iron Man? The next time. Oh yeah. <laughs> next time. All right. Uh, number thirty-four <laughs> is the Silence of the Lambs. Oh okay. That's hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, again, I guess it's um a matter of perspective like i wouldn't probably think to put it on a list um mm -hmm. even though obviously very <clears throat> horrific things are happening in it but um yeah i don't know it feels more like a procedural thriller kind of movie i, I guess or whatever but yeah obviously but I, there's, I the, there's some notable scenes that are very horror-esque I, I i i would also agree it's more of a thriller like a, a you know an fbi thriller kind of thing but um Obviously, a lot of people. Obviously, it's a great movie, and a lot of people did consider it a horror, so it ended up here. Um, yeah. So yeah, it is fantastic, fun. and I, I again, uh, I feel like I rewatched it recently because I got in the Criterion Blu-ray when it came out, which I think was earlier this year. I think it was like around March or so, but um, <laughs> unless it was last year again, I might just be. Um, time might just be flying. Actually, yeah, it might have been last year. Uh, or uh yeah because I, I feel like i i got it when i still was at my old apartment but either either way uh, when i rewatched it, it still holds up really well i do me would you do me <laughs> it puts the lotion <laughs> in the basket <laughs> some buffalo uh, bill choice yeah. quotes for you all at home you're <laughs> welcome <laughs> number 33 and honestly, this is the first one where I'm just going to say it. This is far too low. Hellraiser. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's um, needs to be up. Yeah, and uh, and again, I mean, I feel like I said it a couple of times now, but this is another one where like I liked it growing up, but I was never like a huge like Hellraiser fan, and it is one of those ones that I I find myself like rewatching like. Um, you know, a couple of times, like uh, over the last couple of years, and every time I rewatch it, it's like, yeah, this is fantastic. Oh, like this is such a good. Um, it's unique. It's a very unique movie. Yeah. And like, it, it's weird because like, even though there are a ton of sequels, it feels like such a 
good one and done movie <laughs> like oh absolutely uh, <laughs> I, honestly like because one of the reasons why the sequels aren't as good uh beyond just obviously the quality dipping is the first movie is just so unique in its concept and the way it plays out like it doesn't play like any other type of horror subgenre at all it's completely yeah. its own thing uh which is part of why it's, and obviously good music you got the center bass you got pinhead uh you know it's yeah. it's good dastardly characters doing dastardly things yeah it's like it, it does feel like very like sleazy but in like a again not in a, an annoying like i don't want to watch this way but in a very uh yeah like interesting yeah and, and a very this is how tim spends his tuesday nights kind of way yeah of course yeah <laughs> gets, gets the leather on and goes to the the the, the heavy dance club <laughs> <laughs> the heavy dance club yeah they're, they're, they're techno so <laughs> sure the techno I, and, I don't know don't, don't ask me I don't know what the kids are listening to these days uh, our podcast probably hopefully <laughs> hopefully <laughs> they go to nightclubs and just play it <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Tim walking into a club with like the the dominatrix like Cenobite outfit on and just like Marley Manson playing over the car. Beautiful people, the beautiful people. I've been terrified ever since the first Blade movie. Never set foot in a nightclub. Number thirty-two. You're next. Ooh, that's a good one. This is one I've been wanting to revisit because i haven't watched it in a couple of years but man this is just uh yeah so much fun uh the kills are really great um it's i, I guess you probably wouldn't call it a comedy but there's like you know some really funny you know parts in here uh, there's a couple of funny beats this was yeah. uh, I, I mean i've told this because when we did this in the show a few years ago I, I i'm sure i told this story but um i did not like the trailers for this movie and i went to see it because i had to kill time i had to kill time i was in the city i had to kill time as like, oh well, we'll go see this year next. It'll probably suck, but whatever. And it was great. It was, it was, <laughs> it was. You know, like I say, good kills. It had this great premise where the lead, you know, the final girl, if you want to call her that, is actually very capable and knows how to defend herself. And as soon as like shit hits the fan and all these bad guys start showing up, she starts taking them out left and right, yeah. and it's so exciting and invigorating. Uh, it's a blast of a movie. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, well deserved to be on the list. Uh, you know, who, who knows? Maybe it could have even been a little higher. But um, yeah, it's just such a fun time. Well, we'll see if there's anything above this you'd want to move below it. Uh, <laughs> so, but no. Uh, so now your next is a is a great pick. Uh, I am very impressed with our audience. Yeah, good job. For the selection. Yes. Um, no, yeah, no shock picture. I feel like there was a couple on the all time one, like the you know all you know the like movies in general list, uh, where there was some critiques lobbied <laughs> against the list by a certain Tara about people just buttering up to my taste. I, I oh. <laughs> complete complete nonsense, Tim. Complete nonsense. Uh, but number thirty one. I got confused there for a second. Nosferatu, the original, 1920s. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I got confused because I thought it was a duplicate there. I was like, that doesn't make sense. How can there be a duplicate? (laughs) Uh, But yes, uh, yeah, I actually prefer the 79 one, admittedly, but uh, obviously this is a classic and uh, paved the way for a lot of horror. Uh, Fantastic use of shadows. Maybe even the first movie to use shadows 
as much as this did and effectively. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if I've seen the original. Ooh. Uh, I, I could be wrong. Uh, like, obviously, uh, you know, the Herzog one stands out more in my mind. Um, I've seen In the Shadow of the Vampire, uh, which is a good movie about, like, the making of that movie. But, yeah, I don't know if I've actually seen the, this one. Oh, dear. Um no, I mean, it's just a classic for a reason, and it's well worth uh, going back and checking out for cinema history reasons, if nothing else. But I do prefer yeah. the 79 one. I like Herzog's one more. I feel like I've definitely seen, like, kind of, like, the images of it. Like, you're talking about, like, the shadows and stuff. Like, yeah, that yeah. creeping up. Like, I, I definitely, um, yeah, like, have seen that before. Um, and interesting, uh, like, story behind it. Like, is basically... Um, they just did this because they couldn't get the rights to Dracula, which is like funny because it's like Dracula is such like a public domain thing nowadays. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's why. In the, that's why in the original he's called Count Orlock or something like that, if I remember right. Yeah. Um. Whereas in whereas in Herzog's movie he's called Count Dracula because, by that point, it, it, hey, it's free. <laughs> you can yeah. use it. What you want? We could make a Dracula movie, Tim. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. You'll make one next week, like, uh, <laughs> Dracula after midnight. Hey, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> yes. I never I... drink wine. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. Um, <laughs> wait. That was a reference to like a movie review we just did that will not be connected to this in any way, shape, or form. You just referenced a joke we did in a different recording. God damn it, Tim. Well, you know what that means? People just have to listen to everything. <laughs> if, if they want to get these quality jokes, they got to... They gotta take it all in. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry if you don't want people to listen to every episode, but I, mean, I, I do. Of course, I they think do. they should. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's a way to turn that "never drink wine" joke into something to do with semen for the porn parody. I never <laughs> okay. drink wine. Wink, 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 <laughs> wink. <laughs> I can't wink. <laughs> For the record. So if you're, if you're watching the video version, you looked at me try to wink there. I can't physically wink. I can't do it without shutting the other eye. I know. It's weird. Just go with it. Let's go with it. You've learned something today. Um, moving on. This is a, this is what a weird one to be next. Number 30 is Dracula, 1931. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, very fun movie. Um trying to think of where, where i put it in my like universal rankings uh it's not my absolute favorite but it's definitely up there um yeah it still holds up a lot of fun to watch yeah bella lugosi i just quoted it in the last one because it was yeah. relevant i was even thinking about what the next one was um no i mean it's a very very simple movie in terms of how it's shot but bella lugosi kind of elevates it and it's you know i think it's one of the better universal monster movies from from that batch uh not my favorite but one of the better ones do you see there's a i forget what company it is but there is a a comic book uh that's coming out that is an adaptation of dracula like that's going to be a very um like i i think you know very like you know book accurate adaptation but they are like uh they are using the likeness of of bella lugosi so it's going to look like uh him from dracula so it's going to be pretty cool that's kind of neat I wonder, uh, I assume there's some family members you have to get the rights from to do that. Uh, or permission. Probably. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure there's something that they, yeah, they have to go through, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, Dracula number 30. 
number so, two oh, sorry so far i would say like vampires seem to be leading uh the way in this. oh yeah well we've had two nosferatus and a dracula uh do we have any other ones no like just just three but we've had at least two zombies because by return of the living dead we had wreck mm-hmm. yes yes okay just keeping track just keeping track uh number 29 is eyes without a face oh yeah we did that uh no we didn't (laughs) no we didn't we should because it's a fantastic movie and i'm glad it's here but we have never done this in the show what what am i oh what am i thinking of we did uh eyes of my mother no 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 (laughs) uh we did some movie. <laughs> we did do a movie called Eyes of the Eyes of My Mother, but I mean, I don't know what else you could be thinking of. Was there another French black and white movie from the 60s that sprang into mind? No. I, I don't know. I, I can't think of it. I might have seen this. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, one that Tim's maybe not seen. Oh, oh. <laughs> Who's the professor now, dog? Uh, still me. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> this this gap is too great. This gap in your your filmography can't can't be having it. No, I'm sure this movie sucks. <laughs> I don't know. This movie's great. It's about a a scientist who's trying to like basically he's kidnapping a woman so that he can steal their faces for his daughter who needs a new face because she was in an accident. Uh, super creepy. Lots of great black and white imagery. Uh, I thoroughly recommend it. Criterion have uh have put it out and go for yeah, it uh, are you sure we didn't do this for the show because it sounds so familiar i feel like we did it we didn't okay <laughs> <laughs> i must have seen it then because that that's uh, that is bringing a lot of bells <laughs> all right okay <laughs> or what was the um Oh, never mind. Don't even don't even worry about it. <laughs> Let's just go on. Right, go on. What, what were you going to say? What, what movie are you what thinking the, of? Right, well, I I know it's completely different, but the, what was the movie that was like? I want to say it was from Spain. Uh, was it someone gets an eye transplant? Or you're thinking about Julia's eyes? Maybe. <laughs> Well, it's always funny about that, Tim, is we've not, we've not done that either, so. <laughs> Who am I watching these movies with? That... I don't know. All Who right. are you watching these movies with? What's, what's his name? Who is this bitch? <laughs> Wait, is that my other podcast? <laughs> what? Mm. You cheating scumbag. I feel like maybe, was there an October thon where maybe that was like one of the entries or whatever you wanted people watch. Maybe I watched it then. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, we'll definitely do it in the show at some point though. Cause it's fantastic. Number 28 is Frankenstein. The original, I, I assume. Yes. 1931. <laughs> yes. Same as Dracula with, uh, Boris Karloff. Yeah. I, I think, uh, of the Universal Monster movies, I think we... Wait, did we do Dracula? Nope. 
Okay. What what we're learning this episode is that Tim keeps thinking we've done all these other movies that we've never done. (laughs) Uh, I know that. Well, obviously, I've seen Dracula, but uh, so so what have we done then for Universal? Frankenstein and the Mummy. That's it. Just those two, yeah. And uh, me and Tara did uh, Invisible Man on Ace because that's more of a sci-fi movie. But okay. Uh, No, I mean, uh, yeah, Frankenstein's great. Uh, I really love it. yeah, it's he's a very uh, enduring character. So many, sure. so many good Frankenstein comics. That's hey Tim. <laughs> did you know that Frankenstein's not the name of the monster? That's actually just the doctor. I know, but people are so stupid or so annoying when they say that. Like everyone knows that it's not. <laughs> a thing. I, I do like. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen that joke where like someone takes the like the last page of Frankenstein and like whatever like the last words are in it. And then someone just scribbles in and they're like, and oh yeah, if you want to call my creation Frankenstein too, that's fine. Uh, it's, it, was a, it was a funny meme that <laughs> went around for a while. <laughs> it makes sense he'd be named after this guy who created them. Well, I mean, that's the other thing too. If he is supposed to be like a, you know, kind of like a, a son in a way, which he, I guess he kind of is, then he would be called Frankenstein as well, so... Also, the way I, I I heard that when you said that joke there about the you know, if you can call my creation Frankenstein two, uh, um, I, I I heard that as Frankenstein and the number two. The number uh, two. <laughs> I, I have to find that meme. It, it was a a funny meme, but I don't know if it was a, a super popular one. They missed the trick calling the next one Raider Frankenstein. It should have been Frankenstein two. <laughs> Frankenstein two. Frankenstein harder. Frank Frank harder. Yeah. Frank. <laughs> Frankenstein 2 Frankensteiner <laughs> yeah there you go mm-hmm. um, but hey I mean if I'm a, you know if I'm reading a DC comic and it's called Frankenstein then let's just call this guy Frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> no Frankenstein's very good I, I, I it is probably better than Dracula although I think that you know it's not, it's, my mood might sometimes veer towards Dracula but I think Frankenstein is mm-hmm. again one of the better of those universal monsters Invisible Man's my favorite, for the record, but um, Frankenstein's very good. Uh, number 27, The Omen. Oh, okay. Um, the original, yeah, obviously. I, like, I'm obviously. Gonna, I have to say this for like, tons of these at this point now, because there's so many remakes, but... Yeah, the... Uh, I'm trying to think of how many Omen movies I've seen. I've definitely seen the first one, obviously. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that many of the sequels, though. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there's either three or four then the remake yeah. I, I, I want to say it's I guess it's three because I think it's a trilogy box set that was out yeah I don't think there was a maybe there, well, maybe there was a fourth one <clears throat> I, I, I was tempted to get it just because you know me I like a good box set but um I actually had I the Omen box set on Blu-ray and I realised that I didn't like the sequels enough to give a shit about them so I just sold it yeah. and bought the first one on its own because I was like <laughs> ah, I'll make a little bit of money and just have the yeah. first one it's fine not a bad idea. No, the first one is good though. Uh, obviously, uh, I you know my cat is named Damien, <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's a good <laughs> number of times where I'll I'll just say like you know look at me, Damien, it's all for you. Uh, so that's always fun. <laughs> there was a running guy on a British sitcom called Only Fools and Horses, uh, where the main character called his son Damien, and the guy's brother every time you looked at him. It would, you'd get the close-up of the eyes, you'd be like, ah, he, ah, ah. 
And he would th- basically, he'd basically think his son was evil. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a running, it was a fun running gag. Uh, <laughs> it it pretty much has like ruined the name. I, I do think Damien is a cool name, but like it's yeah, it, it's hard to like you know obviously there's a Damien Wayne now, uh, but I think most people still kind of associate it with the devil. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, this is a good movie though. A lot of fun set pieces. Uh, fun, funnily enough, that it comes from the director. Richard Donner, who went on to do Superman and the Goonies and the Lethal Weapon movies, and you know, so uh, yeah, happy to see that that crazy guy got a career. Uh, yeah. But oh, like a lot, is that his first movie? I didn't even realize that. Oh, I think it is. Okay, that's oh yeah, that's pretty cool. That's <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, which does take us out at number twenty-six, the final entry for this half, mm. this part, and that is. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. Very nice. That, that, that will be a good one to end on. Um, Jesus, what a what a great movie. <laughs> uh, Phenomenal. It's, it's one of the best sequels as well, just in general. Never made horror movies. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because so. it, it actually does something like, uh, like different, like, but but also it doesn't feel like uh that much of like a stray from what you think of when you think of like the nightmare and all oh sure uh, it, make, it makes it makes a nice because what it does is it, it takes it to a natural kind of like a conclusion because it kind of ends the series and then obviously they just kind of retcon it to make more but like it takes it to its natural next step where okay we've set up this premise in the first movie about you know this guy who kills people in their dreams most of the kids die okay but what if a bunch of them are aware of it get together and try and fight back like yeah. you know it's just it, it just it plays with the, the concept from the first movie in a way that really makes sense doesn't feel like it betrays what the what the franchise is uh but it does do new things does interesting things and yeah honestly like you can just watch one and three and you, you got a complete story and you can just oh, sure. never look back basically <laughs> uh not that you, not that you have to skip two two is a, a fine little movie on its own it just it doesn't really feel that relevant to the other two <laughs> uh so no uh, no, I love Dream Warriors. It's my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah, there's just so much, uh, you know, fun stuff in it, and the, uh, yeah, the idea of, you know, fighting back. But again, it's in like it's in such a fun way. It's not like I'm gonna fight back and like punch you. It's like oh no, everyone has like very special, like unique, uh, like powers and and things that they can do, and they're all like very you know likable characters, and uh, yeah, it's just ton of fun plus welcome to prime time bitch yep <laughs> what was that line so uh no so, that is there you go that's number 26 that is the first half of the top 50 horror movies of all time it's voted for by you guys uh so we'll be back later in the week next week i, I don't know I, I don't have a schedule in front of me to, to know when this and then the next one's going up but before the end of october it's part of the Octoberthon. Uh, so look forward to that and see what the top 25 are uh, hold off your list in the comments if you want to reveal them you can do that in the final part uh, but you can of course like and subscribe and ding the bell and make sure you get notifications on youtube you can support us by going over to apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from and rating us uh, five stars it lets them recommend us out a little bit more you can of course also do it financially by going to patreon.com slash tv and supporting us for as little as one dollar per month uh, and for that one dollar you get an exclusive extra episode every month for october you're getting four extras but uh, for even the regular ones you get one extra every month and the higher tiers you get to vote and do other things as well so we'll have a look and see if you want to support the show and make sure all the content keeps coming 
and uh, especially as a thank you for 31 episodes in 31 days. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I tell a lie. 32 episodes in 31 days. <laughs> and Tim's got himself to blame. Uh, so you can uh, go hey, on. I don't go- mind it when it's a, a movie as good as what we're doing, <sighs> which I, I assume is going to be in the top 10, but we'll see. You're expecting Leprechaun 3 to be in the top 10? Of course. I mean, uh, since we already passed like the first uh, 25, it's obviously not there. And so, yeah, I'm assuming it'll probably be a little bit higher. How many least. How many of the Leprechaun franchise are you expecting to appear in the top 25? Uh, well, obviously it's not going to be every one. So, you know, probably just four or five. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, it follows on Twitter at Screams Midnight as well. Uh, you can get us on there uh, for for updates, maybe a little bit of news, mostly just me and Tim making fun of each other uh, via the Screams tour. Uh, so go do that. It's good fun. But uh, that is us. So check out all the content that we have, of course, Sci-Fi Movie Podcast, The Atomic Cinema Experiment, The Ace. You can check that out. Similar to this, but with sci-fi movies. Uh, check out the Comic Books Podcast, DC Comics Podcast called Comics from the Multiverse if you're into comics. Uh, me, Matt, and Tim are... Or, sorry, me, Matt, and Connor are all on that. Tim's not there. Uh, t- Tim's too busy reading Marvel and Hellboy to to be reading all those DC books. Uh, but that is... Uh, that is I'm too us. busy creating... Uh some of the best comic books people will ever read. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't set anyone's expectations too high, Tim. <laughs> Joe, you reminded me of, you reminded me of that guy, uh, I don't know if you, if you, if you've even seen this, but uh, it was the Game Awards, uh, not the last one, but the one before it, where the guy who made a way out was drunk and they were interviewing him on the Game Awards and he was like saying, F the Oscars, F the Oscars, this is the real shit right here. Uh, and like, everyone thought it was hilarious. But he eventually, one of the things he says, like, yes, I'm here to promote my game. He's like, he's like French, which is why I'm doing kind of a shitty accent. I'm here to promote my game. It is the best. If you buy it, you will not be disappointed. It is the best. You will love it. It guaranteed. <laughs> like, you don't say these things. If you're selling someone something, you don't say these things. Uh, I mean... I, I, I do agree. Like, yeah, you shouldn't hype it up too much, but I don't know. In, in my case, I do feel like it's true. Like, I, I think everyone uh, who's ever read it has said it's literally the best thing they've ever read. So, I mean, I'm not a liar, and I don't want to call other people liars. So, <laughs> there you go. I'll call them liars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call them liars. Um, but yes, uh, Tim writes Goatman <laughs> amongst amongst other comics. Uh, you can message him if you want to purchase them and pay for postage. Yes, please. Uh, although uh, it's taken a while, but uh, I will have some other <laughs> ways to to buy it. Hopefully soon. Hopefully by the time this comes out. But whoa, whoa, it's coming! It's coming! It's coming! <laughs> It's coming. Uh, but that is, that is us. That has been Screams After Midnight. So hopefully you've enjoyed the first half of this countdown. We'll see you for numbers 25 through number one uh, in a few days to a week's time, whatever it happens to be. Um, there's actually a set time for it. I just don't have the schedule in front of me. <laughs> so, uh, but look forward to that. But that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Scary Movies, guys. And we will see you next time.